calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, warriors, to the Lucky Die. Previously, Balance suggests joining a dinner party. Raoul tells the others about the one-armed guy as Ultana reconnects with the temple. Finding themselves in the lodge, Damas tells them about the shared origins of the lodge and the fourfold. Whilst going after the fourfold, they find themselves at the temple of the triad where Zoltana creates a diversion. Is this just a thin lead for Raoul? Is the hammer they're chasing the same as the relic? And what lurks below the temple? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. who are sneaking your way into this storm cellar entrance are you being sneaky about it or are you just walking up like you don't give a damn casual yeah <laughs> okay I'm gonna make some rolls in that case <gasps> it's the first time I get to roll today <gasps> shit alright so yeah I'm gonna make some rolls who the fuck are you none of your business fuck off well, that was a five, a one, and a seven. Okay. So the monks that are practicing in the courtyard don't seem to have noticed you. <laughs> what are they doing? They were just practicing. They were sparring with one another. They're spa- okay, um, they're sparring. Cool. They're sparring, but they do seem to be keeping an eye on what's going... Well, they did seem to be keeping an eye on what's going around. Yeah. Um, shooting odd looks to where this is. But you guys just casually walk around and then down into the uh, into the... Into the storm cellar you go. Sultana, mm-hmm. you are currently being walked into Tears Wing. Yep. There is exactly what you would expect here. Um, it's pretty much almost identical to that of Torm, except everything here is devoted to Tear. You notice this wing is also a fair degree smaller than that of the Torm one here. I am 
vaguely offended. <laughs> Good to know. Um, the two paladins um, take you to the leader of Tyr, the leader of the of this particular branch. Whose name was... Her name was Jess. Jess. Thank you. Yes. She is a halfling. She has long jet black hair with streaks of grey in it. She's wearing not much in the way of armour. You notice her feet are also bare. You just she may be some sort of monk. Um, but she greets you warmly. Ah, oh, hello. Hey. Uh, I'm Anna. Anna, nice to meet you. And she puts her hand out to take yours. Uh, I shake her hand uh, warmly. As you put your hand into her, she puts the other hand over the top and clasps it. Mm-hmm. And she gives you a very intense stare. I stare back. <laughs> so tell me, what are you doing here, Anna? You're very far from home. I am. Uh, honestly, I'll be completely truthful with you. Uh, some bad things happened to me uh, in my home. And I wanted to get a fresh start. And I, I'm I'm very, like I was telling, uh, actually, you guys never gave me a name. She turns around to the uh, paladins. You notice the two paladins have already begun to make their way away. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I was telling uh, the, the, the siblings over there that um, I believe in peace. And I thought maybe, you know, I know it's not going to bring peace to our two nations or whatever but uh, I figured it couldn't hurt if I came down here and you know gave people some experience with a dwarf from the desk you know Uh, I know I'm not normal down here obviously but I thought maybe you know what I mean I think I do okay well if you're actually intent on staying here I'm, I'm very heavily considering it well, sister, if you need a place to rest for the night, you are welcome to stay here. Thank you so much. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about uh, the the temple's activities here? Like, what, what are you guys, any specific things you do that are specific to you guys? Like, uh, we have bingo on Sundays. <laughs> like any kind of like uh, outreach programs you do? She looks at you intently and you notice that as you've been talking, her fingers have been digging into your wrist. She seems to be paying you some mind. I need you to roll a deception check for me, please. Yep. She is genuinely asking about that, by the way. That's not her line. Yeah, I know. But there is something about you are omitting. <laughs> oh, my God. You super don't intend on staying here, so. Mm-hmm. You can phrase it to make it sound like, you know, there's an air of doubt in it. You know, like, I'm considering staying here, that there's no intention to stay here. That's what I said. 15. She gives you an intent glare. Mm Mm-hmm. And she says, she kind of leans in very, very, very subtly towards you. And she says in a voice that's very, very quiet that only you seem to be able to pick up. She says, there is a lot more to your tale than you're telling me. And I don't think you're intending to stay. I'm considering it. She looks at you and gives you kind of like a raised eyebrow as if to say, really, you're going to continue this? Fine. I won't bullshit you. We're both both members of the Church of Tia. I'd appreciate some honesty. I'm passing through on my way to chat, fuck. To find someone who needs justice. Ah. Well, that is all you needed to say. I have had to be careful about my mission when I was in the dusk, and I am not used to. It has been a while since I have been in a temple. And uh, she tear her eyes tear up a little bit. I understand, my dear. And she lets go. You may stay here for this evening, but please do not lie to any of my, any of the congregation here. Just be honest. There is no need to lie here, sister. Thank you. It feels good. It feels good to be real. Uh, 
Yeah. Thank you, Sister Jess. I appreciate it. Like she's she's definitely like tearing up a little bit because uh, it's nice to talk to someone else who understands the like drive to carry out justice and and to see justice brought to people who deserve it. She she pats you on the shoulder and she says, "Our home is your home. Please take your rest and then continue." Thank you so much. Good greetings. Uh, where where should I go? She just gestures to the temple. Anywhere you wish within our grounds, sister. Good greetings. I have things to attend to. Good greetings, And she sister. turns and walks away. All right, you other two. You find yourself on a set of very steep steps. It is dark down here. There is no, there are no, funnily enough, no flaming torches down here. <laughs> you are in darkness, but you can feel the steps below you. Um, the further down you go, the kind of colder and damper it becomes. What do you two want to do? Um, as we're walking down balance and the mental link is going to say, Zoltana, we found the entrance. It's out back. If you go through the tomb, the back door there, uh, look for the grate that has the symbol on it. When you are inside, look for the elf and the dragon. What, what symbol? <laughs> In case that part wasn't obvious. What symbol? <laughs> this symbol in balance describes it because I don't want to describe it again. <laughs> uh, Zoltana goes yeah I might be a while because I don't want to be super suspicious the the uh, the siblings the uh, Tuam siblings went back to their posts and I, I I was given permission to go anywhere I wanted on the grounds but I don't want to push my luck I got caught lying already so I don't want to push my luck oh what's a surprise you know what eat me <laughs> Wow. With that ringing endorsement of let's get on with this. Um, okay. Let's say that Zoltana is basically 10 minutes behind you. Okay. And we'll make it make that work. Um, Raul, you can't see anything, but you're aware that you're continuing to go down these dark steps. Um, I lead them balance, along the way. Yeah. Right. Balance, you can see a fair distance. Um, you would suspect that you would go down, say, maybe like the equivalent of two stories or something. And the ground levels out. And you find yourselves in what is clearly some catacombs. Oh. You can't see this. Okay, good. <laughs> um, Raul? Mm-hmm? So is there usually like secret passages or something to get to this sort of thing? Like, uh, Bogren would have told you about other places that we would have to be more... Uh, more wary and a bit more clever to get into right, than yeah. that actually at Falsam. Not in Falsam, but I imagine they have to be a lot more careful here. So probably. Okay. Um, don't light a torch. Why? You're not going to like where we are right now. So it's probably best that you let me do the looking around for your sake. <laughs> Raw tries to like calm his imagination. <laughs> It's nothing really bad. It's just, I think, in your case, you'd probably have a conniption for it. I will uh, take your word on it. Uh, I can sit here. He just kind of sits down. All right. Well, he's sitting there relaxing. Uh, Balance is going to try to look around for any, uh, like, any more of the symbol over, like, any doorways or specific catacomb, like, any... Thing, yeah, sure. Take an investigation check. Twenty-one. Damn, son. Um, you don't find it anywhere in the near vicinity. You walk past various internments. Um, you walk past various statues, some greater than others, some just let's just say holes in the wall with urns. You walk past a lot of these. You don't walk in a straight line. You meander from side to side trying to investigate everything in a grid pattern as best you're able. And you find when you're, say, like, after about maybe 10 minutes of searching, you find a series of these symbols which seem to be making a bit of a path. And as you follow them through, you find yourself confronted with a large statue, a statue of a human female who is holding a shield with the symbol of Torm on it. 
But you also notice when you get there that very tinily etched into the corner of this shield that she's holding, there is a symbol of the fourfold. At this point, your Paladin of Tear has turned up. Your Paladin of Tear, you find Ral sitting on the floor with his back against, well, let's say very, very close to a coffin. What the fuck? Oh, shit. <laughs> you would have Roll card save. God damn it, Dan. You would have heard her coming. Okay. <laughs> She's wearing plate armor. She is not sneaky. She also had to open the doors. She can't surprise you. I'm not taking that. <laughs> uh, balance in the mental link is going to say, Ral, Zoltana, I've found where the uh, where the entrance is. Uh, Zoltana, lead Ral along. He can't see well, very well. And I'm going to give Zoltana directions on how to get to where I am. Okay. I... Uh, Zoltana takes Ral by the hand. Um, all right, yeah, you managed to take him to where Balance is. Balance, you see this statue. It's it's a statue of a human woman. Um, Ral is 21, huh? Yep. All right. In the time it takes for Zoltana to lead Ral to you, you find that there is an area of this ground which has clearly been scratched up as if it's on the ground as if like if you were to move the statue from one position to another that something would happen you can see these scratch marks on the ground and you put two and two together and you push the statue it's very 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 easy to do and as you do that a section of the wall pops open behind it grinds open behind it and you can immediately see that there are a set of wooden steps that go down they'd go down in a kind of spiral method but you can see that there is some very faint flickering orange light on these walls inside. I think we found it. Ral, would you like to lead the way now, since there's light? And, uh, sure. You seem to fit in better with us. <laughs> I'll see about that, but okay. Okay. Are you going down here sneakily? Are you walking down here like hmm. you belong? Casual. Or are you trying to blend into the casual? Just Casual, yeah. We belong here. Raw belongs here. <laughs> Raw belongs here. The other two of you, probably not so much. Um, I can pretend. Zoltana's pretty good at fitting in with underground criminal types as well. It's true. It's true. There's a possibility that two of you belong here. Um, there's no way to dress this up. Balance really doesn't. Um, you guys make your way down these wooden steps. Um, casually, casually make your way down these steps. Um, you do a couple of these kind of like rotations down and the light gets brighter and brighter. And as you go further down, you begin to hear the sounds of people talking. You hear the sounds of general merriment, drinking, talking, sort of the, sort of the general sounds of being in a place where people are talking and having a lot of fun. And as you guys step out into this underground area, you can see that this is a pretty large place. It's probably the size of the um, Wing of Torm itself. Maybe a little larger, maybe not. Um, off at the very end of this kind of like uh, rectangular area that you find yourself in, there is a sand circle where it's clearly fighting has gone on. There is a rope around the edge of it. And it's pretty large. Ral, you know this to be the traditional fighting ring. You can see there are a lot of tables and chairs here. You can see probably about a good half dozen humans and maybe a couple of um, halflings in this area. And they seem to be talking and, and like exchanging gossip and information, sitting around some of these tables, either enjoying a drink or playing a casual game of cards. You can see that there is a bar almost directly to way opposite from where you come in. And you can see that there is a halfling a halfling male there with long black hair, face a little, little grizzled, um, little, little old, one would say. Um, they just seem to be chatting and hanging out, and then the halfling at the bar looks up. Yes, not seen your type here before, and he points at Ral. Nope, I imagine not. I am far from home. Well, everyone's everyone is a. Uh, Everyone's the same down here in the fourfold. Come, have a drink. As it has been. <laughs> uh, ale, please. I don't know what my friends are drinking. Elf? I'll have the same. Uh, dwarf? Uh, give me your strongest, uh, your strongest ale. Yeah, sure, sure. And, uh, 
he he potters away and he comes back with three three mugs with a very very dark ale in it. He puts them down in front of you and he asks for a, you know a small amount of change, maybe six silver. The Zoltana looks at balance. I'll just find. <laughs> balance pulls out a gold coin and just hands it to the fucking guy. Just you can keep uh, the change. Oh, how generous! Thank you, sir. So, uh, what are you here for? I mean, uh, the fight isn't scheduled for uh, another couple of hours, but if you're looking to uh, practice your skills between the three of you, be interesting to see a uh, dwarf and elf. And uh, uh, sorry, I don't mean to be rude. Uh, dragonborn. Dragonborn. Oh, I think I've. Uh, I think I might heard of your your kind. Yes, I think there's a rumor that one of you was fighting in Falsum. I think. He kind of raises his hand a little bit. <laughs> ah, that was you. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, oh, wonderful. Heard amazing stories about your fighting prowess, so oh, thank interesting you. to see you fight. Perhaps you might want to wait oh. until later this evening and uh, I should get involved in one of the proper fights rather than just a small sparring match. It'll be interesting to see. Perhaps. Um, I hear everyone is warming up for a big competition. Uh, yes, I'm surprised you haven't heard of it. Oh, I have. I haven't heard of many details, though. It's, uh, I'm, you know... Far from Thawsam. Uh When is it? Um, yes, uh, apparently it's going to be happening in like uh, in a month or so. Um, there's a little place, a little little place in the uh, in the Earth Dark, um, at the very foot of the Dusk Plateau Mountains. Place in the Earth Dark at the foot of the Dusk Plateau. Yes, that's right. Yes. Okay. Uh, you look a little bit concerned there. Uh, I don't want to keep calling you Elf. It seems rather rude. No, that was out of character. Stop it. <laughs> For those uh, of those balance is better at maintaining composure than me. For those of you who can't see us while we record, uh, Arch may uh, put his hands over his mouth in a gesture of, I understand what is happening and I am very upset about it. <laughs> it's hilarious. So what is Balance doing right now, reacting to this news? Because I kind of take it that he probably isn't putting his hands over his mouth, but he probably is also struggling to maintain his composure. Um, He takes a drink whenever he feels like he needs to cover face real quick until he can compose himself. Then I'm going to need you to take a deception check. All right. I think I still have the mantle of leadership on him, so I get a plus two on that. Uh, 14. You don't think you've been... Marked. Uh, yes, uh, uh, there's a little entrance down there, you know, a short amount of time from now, yes. Uh, you'd be a, uh, might want to, you know, either hire a mage or make your way up there if you're thinking of competing. Now, apparently, apparently, Kesa herself is going to be there. That is what I heard. That's it's exciting. Yes, it's very exciting. I haven't seen her fight in, whoa, well, since I was a boy, actually. Whoa, very fierce dwarf. Whoa. But you have, on that woman. you have seen her fight, huh? Yes, I have, yes. Hmm. It was a, it's a rare privilege. Certainly. Well, uh, what is the, uh, what is the pot for tonight? Any, any big uh, amount of gold to be won from fighting tonight or kind of easy well, night? What is going on? Uh, unfortunately with this, uh, crackdown in the, in the dawn of recent, uh, uh, people getting in able to put bets down are not as sure as they used to be, and this isn't connected to any of those fancy earth dark tunnels like you have up there in Falsum, I'm afraid. Hmm. Um, people have to be very careful how they get here. We have a fairly good crowd, you know, normally 30 or 40 odd people. Uh, a pot could be anywhere between 100 and 400 gold, depending on who managed to make it down. You know, cut, cut to the winner, of course. Nice. Um, by the way, uh, you know, of course, with the people upstairs, took us a minute to get down. Is there a way to maybe let them know what we are here for without telling them? Like, how how do people go about coming here with to the temple? You know, well, is there like a often, sign or something that you? <laughs> well, quite often code? they don't actually come through the temple itself. They tend to uh, go into the gardens. They uh, slipper. Slip a coin or two to the uh, the monks sparring outside, and they tend to let them through. Ah, okay. You know, temple's got to make some sort of money. It's uh, it's not accepted, but it's far better that they uh, uh, that these matters happen in a place where they can be monitored properly. Hmm. 
you know, Z- keep, Zoltana keeping some takes a drink. Down. Well, if it is good for the church, that is good. Yeah. I don't think the church quite approves of the uh, of the harshness of the dawn, but it is a Pella's way. Hmm. Right. Uh, Rawls at this point going to just look around at some of the people, particularly looking for anyone with one hand, <laughs> but uh, otherwise just watching people. It's blatantly obvious there is no person with a single arm here. Okay. All right. Well, uh, what time is the fight? Uh, it should be happening uh, seven or eight o'clock tonight, uh, depending obviously. Uh, uh, we'll hold on as long as we can. But if we have a good enough crowd that seems to want it going, if, you know, before eight, then yeah. If not, we'll wait until eight, set between somewhere between those hours. Are you thinking of competing tonight? Maybe. Then perhaps we can uh, we could fit you in in a later fight. Perhaps a uh, greater visiting uh, Dragonborn from Falsum. Yes. <laughs> uh, I will get back to you. We will discuss it. Uh, either of you two competing? He turns and looks at the uh, at balance and Sultana. No, I'm his manager. She gives him she gives him a smirk. <laughs> oh, you're a funny one. Uh, what about you, young sir? I'm just here to enjoy the fighting and uh, perhaps make some coin on the side, you know, of course. Oh, of course. Well, uh, feel free to have a look around to get yourself settled. Uh, you need anything else to drink? You know where I am. Of course. And with that, he uh, potters back to his business. What do you guys want to do now? Walk away so that we can <laughs> no, talk. No, 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 no. Is Raul, like, trying to get up? Yeah. Balance is going to be like, no, Raul, sit down. In, in the mental link. Oh, okay. It would be very suspicious if we get here, ask questions, and then leave. Oh, I'm not leaving. Then where are you going? I mean, somewhere less crowded. We can talk. In, we're talking in our, in our brain. You, you, there's no... Well, <sighs> The I best to way to blend in is to be in plain view right now. I wanted to just look around, okay? All right. What are you looking for? Person. It seems to me that everybody is here. Do you not see the person you're looking for? No. Then perhaps they're not here. <sighs> Why don't you just try asking? He seems to like you well enough. If there is someone here who I hurt, and he is a regular here in Vanless, there is a chance that it might give too much away to this person if this person knows the man with one arm better than I do. I don't want to raise everyone's attention. I want to get his attention, which is why it would be smart if I fought. No. We could make money and I could get his attention. Raul. Suppose you get his attention, then what? What's, what's the follow-up from there? You're going to be beaten and bloodied. Assuming that you win. I mean, I've done this a lot. That doesn't guarantee anything. A few times a week, I thought, I mean, this is nothing new. You know that I did this, right? This was like a common thing. Yeah, well, I've I've murdered a lot of people and I still got, and I got caught getting, I got caught murdering someone. So like, let's talk about how doing something a lot doesn't mean that you're going to always be good at it. So What? Now you don't want me to take risks to find this person? That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying the risks should be calculated. I can't believe this, but I agree with Zoltana. Zoltana smiles, nods, and takes a sip of her ale and goes, Told you I'm not always dumb. <laughs> I'm not good at calculating, but I'm good at fighting. That's why we're if here. if I need to get his attention... And I then what? He runs it, away. But He's right. It's a good way he to won't. get his attention, but... the. Uh, he won't run away. Okay. Ral. He will have things to say. Ral. I will have things to say. Ral. Or he'll just try to kill you. Maybe right. he'll hire one of the fighters to just kill you in the ring. Literally what I was about to say. You know how you told us that you used to do stuff like that? If he tries to kill me, I will mm-hmm. kill him. But what I'm saying is that he wouldn't be the one trying to kill you. No, I know he would The not. ones that are in the ring would. That is fine. Let them. It has happened many times. This is, again, nothing new. Yeah, but... Oh my god, I can't believe that I'm telling you not to fight in an illegal fight. 
I know. I'm just who, as surprised as you are. Who am I? If you have a better idea to get this person's attention. I think we shouldn't be aiming to get this person's attention. That's the last thing I would want. I am going to have a conversation. Okay, but I you don't going. need his conversation for or his attention for that. I need to find can, him in a very large city. Then you ask for pe- uh, ask people discreetly. Money can get you a long way if you would like oh some coins. Fine. If you want to ask people, you can ask people. If I ask people, it is too risky. But you need to ask people who have not seen you with me, because that will tip them off. I can do it. Perhaps it's better if I do it, Zoltana. Hi. I have an inn at the church. We're not talking to people at the church, though. I mean, if you want to talk to people at the church, that's certainly an idea. If he's been coming through here, the people in the church will know him. It would be worth asking the two monks up top that seem to watch the cellar door. Yep. That's an option as well. Let me, Raul, this person with the one arm, were they a gambler, a fighter? Gambler. The son was the fighter I killed him. Was he a big-time gambler or sm- uh, small, small wages? Lost a big bet. Big bet. Hmm. Like I said, his son was one of the troublesome fighters. Brutal. Intentions to kill. Big fights place on those bets. On those fighters. Well, um... Why don't you let me do some talking with this bartender here? I have an idea. Oh, God. I think some of the uh, abilities I have may come in use for it. Balance, no. What? No, don't know. Balance, I hate to be the person to tell you this, but you don't fit in here. You stand out like a sore fucking thumb. And if you start asking questions of the bartender, it's going to draw a lot of attention. I know that you're an inquisitor, and I know that you have a lot of talents, but that is exactly why you can't be asking questions. Because you know you what talk, speaks really well, though, You talk here. like an inquisitor. Okay, but you don't know the underground the way that uh, Roll and I do. You can, sure, you can give money to this guy and get information. He'll take your money. He'll give you information. Will it be the right information? Possibly, possibly not. Will he immediately go? Will he immediately go and tell people that you paid him money for information, which will show that you're way more interested than anything and get you way more in trouble? Yes, that is exactly what's going to happen. This is a terrible idea. I'd prefer Rawl fighting to you asking questions in the underground. You come off like a fucking cop when you talk to people. Well, I am going to go punch things. So if you guys come up with an idea, then I will be over here. I'm going to go talk to the church people. Raw gets up and goes somewhere where there's maybe... Yes, because church people are just as reliable for questions as anybody else, of course. I mean, it's not like there was any church people who were also part of, uh, you know, underground organizations or anything. That would be absurd. part ways. Do we? Raul is, I believe said he's getting up and going to punch things. I believe Zatanna said she's getting up and going to the church. Uh-huh. And I believe that Bans makes it left on his own, correct? I guess Are so. Are y'all doing this? No one's listening to Balance, so sure. Because because nobody has faith in him. That's what I'm getting from this. No one has faith in any one of us. <laughs> no one I has faith, faith in Raw. In... No one has faith in Balance. No one has faith so in So we're all just going to do things our own way. I'm punching things because Raw can't handle arguing. Okay. So, I give you a choice now. Come up with something you're doing as a group, or we will do a three-way split. You know what? I don't. I think Zoltana would go with Raw and just fucking give in to like letting. She she's just gonna be like, okay, fine, fight. But if anything fucking like looks suspicious, we're getting the fuck out of here. And I know you know. When I say suspicious, I mean, like, actually, genuinely suspicious and not just like, oh, my God, that's shady. It's the underground. I am going to make sure that I talk to this person before we leave. And I want to do it sooner than later because I know it is important for us to get to Shatvak. Well, Zoltana, like, puts her hand 
on his, uh, I guess his hand. She's short. I don't know. Uh, and she goes, look, I want you to talk to this person because you are being very understanding of me and Chatvok. And I want to, I want you to get there. You're my friend. I care about you. I just don't want to see you put yourself at risk because I like you a lot. And I, I would feel, she looks like she's in pain saying this. I would feel really bad and not happy if you were to be killed. So can we agree that we will do our best? You will, you can fight. I will support you now because I understand what you're saying. And there's two parts of my nature fighting right now. The part that does not want to see you hurt and the part that loves a good fucking underground fight. Zaltana, you want my advice? Yes. No, not really, but go ahead. I appreciate you. I appreciate our friendship. I want to help you. I want to be there. I want to win the fight so that I can do that. But you need to stop caring so much about my well-being and let me do what I need to do. I I also would like to stop caring about other people's well-beings, but apparently I can't. So get used to it. I won't. Fair enough. And she just like kind of like awkwardly pats you. Raw's determined if he finds like a punching bag, I guess, some kind of thing that is used for sparring alone. And he's going to go and vent on it a little bit and uh, warm up just in case the fighting thing does happen. Yeah, let's say that that is more than possible. Balance, what are you up to, man? You see these two have gone off and you see Zoltana's maybe making some sort of peace with Raal. Balance is just going to sit there and drink. Okay. Is he looking around the bar? Is he talking to anyone? Is he going to go over to the other two? No, he's very withdrawn. How withdrawn? Um, he's barely aware of his surroundings. Okay. That is good to know. Like, he probably subconsciously is drifting towards that peaceful place because he doesn't know how to handle what just happened. That is good to know. The hours roll by. Seven and a half, to be exact. At this point, as Balance comes to the realization that someone is knocking into him, this place is now heaving. There are a lot of people in there. There's more than the 30 or 40 that he suspected. There's nigh on 60-odd people crushed into this little area. You can see the halfling is having trouble keeping up with everyone's order of drinks, but he's somehow just about managing to do it, never stopping, tirelessly working. Well, are you putting yourself into the fight? Is anyone looking around? Zoltana, are you putting into the fight? Same question goes for you, Balance. What are you guys up to? Uh, Raw will go and find Balance. Same place you left him. I am going to join in. This is the best shot that I have to talk to this person. He's the only lead that I have right now. If you see him, just keep an eye out on him. I want to know what he does, where he goes, how he reacts to me being here. I have to obviously focus on other things. Sure. And Raw puts a hand on Balance's shoulder for a second and then walks off. Okay. Sultana? Sultana's gonna walk over to Balance, hop up on... Is there an empty stool next to him at all? Sure. She hops up on the stool next to him. She leans over and she goes, Listen. Sorry I kind of exploded at you earlier. I like you. I care about you. Apparently I'm doing that now. Apparently I'm caring about people again. It's weird. Haven't done it for a while. Not super, super comfortable with caring again. But there you go. Uh, Anyway, point being, 
uh, I'm sorry. And you're a good inquisitor, but you, but I, but I really meant it when I say you come off as an inquisitor. If you want, did you just say that out loud? No, she's, she's saying it all in your head. Okay. She's saying it all in the mental link. She's not that stupid, dude. <laughs> no, I go with the assumption that when you're having these moments surrounded by people, we would just Jim Fiat say that you are using the mental link yeah. rather than having to keep looking around unless you're saying you're saying it out loud. Yeah. If you would like, I can give you lessons in how to come off more like a criminal for further investigations. I obviously, uh, she puts her hand, her uh, she rubs the part of her shoulder where her mark used to be. Have a lot of experience in that. And I know that you were an inquisitor. I don't know if you want to go back to that after this whole apocalypse crap is done. But um, if you do, it might be helpful for you. And, and I know that I come off rough and you probably, I know you don't like me. But uh, anyway, that's an offer. And uh, yeah, and she pats you on the back and then hops down from the stool. While you're walking away, Balance responds in the link. I would consider your offer friendly, if not for the fact that to me it becomes an insult. How is me offering to teach you how to, crim- how to act, talk like a criminal an insult? Do you not think that these were things that I was taught in my education? Do you not think that this was literally my job? Look, I'm not trying to insult you, but you really do come off. Like, you you have an air. Because you're... I'm not even going to say it in the mental link, but you know what you are. And you have a little bit of an air. And there's nothing wrong with that. You're really, really good at what you do. But... But I'm not good at what I do, is what I was told. And it's not that you're insulting me. You're insulting the one person that I hold with the utmost respect in this world. And I think that's what bothers me. Okay, well... Is that I may have shown you my past. I may have shown you some of these visions. But you really don't know me. Right. None of us really know each other that well. You don't know who I was when I was at the temple. You don't know who I was when I was in the double ones. You don't know. Sh- you don't know a lot about me. We both don't know what Rawl was. What happened to Rawl in Dragonland? Other than that, they didn't want him because he was sick. We're getting to know each other because we haven't known each other that long. In the grand scheme of things, and we're gonna say stupid shit to each other, like you insinuating I'm not good at lying. That's an insult to me, the same way that you. This is an insult to you, but I brushed it off because I'm aware that you don't know that my dad, who was my greatest, one of my greatest mentors in my life, taught me everything I know about being a criminal and lying and deceiving people. And he meant so much to me. And I, he was to me, like, I'm sure your mentor was to you. And I brushed it off because I know that you didn't, I mean, I said like a fuck you kind of a thing, but then I got over it because we're friends and I know you didn't mean to insult me in that way. And I didn't mean to insult you in that in that way either. I thought I was giving you pointers and I didn't mean to hurt you. And all I can, I said, I'm sorry. And literally that's all I can do at this point. And I'd love to hear about your mentor sometime when we're not in the middle of trying to find this dude for Raul. I would. He he sounds like a cool dude. Um, but you know, Raul's about to go fight, and I gotta focus on that right now. And that's what you should focus on too. And if you still want to be mad at me, I've done what I can to uh, you know, try to explain myself and apologize to you. And I'm not going to waste any more time doing any more because I've done what I can. And no, uh, humanoid error, I guess. You know, none of us are God. And she shrugs. 
Balance, she sees Zoltana joining back into the crowd, heading over towards Rail. Balance is going to close his eyes for a sec, take a deep breath, and then get a really determined look on his eyes, and he's just going to down the rest of his drink, stand up, and he's going to try to blend into the crowd. Okay. Take a deception check with advantage because of the way he's trying to do this and because of Lultana. All right. Plus two. Uh, Fifteen. Your shoulders become a little bit looser. The upright posture that you normally have is a little bit laxer. You laugh and smile and joke with people around you. Blending in is difficult, being the only elf here. But you're probably accepted, if not tentatively. Balance is going to find a, uh, a bookie. Sure. All right, mate, what can I do for you? I mean, uh, we've got some great odds on today. We've got a, we've got a halfling versus a uh, versus human. We've got human versus human. We've got a, well, I'll tell you what, if you lean in, apparently that that dragonborn over there, yeah, he's going to be fighting one of the half-orcs we got there, you know? So uh, I'll take pretty good odds on those. What are you after, mate? What can I put you down for? All right, I'm debating whether or not to do this. Do All it. Right. I mean, come on, mate. I mean, the worst that happens... No, 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 not you. No, 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 not, not in character. This is out of character talk. Oh, fuck me then. <laughs> if you're so, trying to bet out of character, meta knowledge, if Raw wins, then we already make some money. So don't lose hey, money. how about you let me finish what I was saying? <laughs> go on, go on, go on, balance what you're Just doing. Just the same way that Casey can start swapping up accents when she's talking languages and stuff. I don't think it's outside the realm that balance probably can as well. Just, he tends not yeah. to. <laughs> he you probably... already said that you don't, though, in the episode But that where... doesn't mean that he can't have picked that up from watching you. That's fair. I have been traveling with you for a while. A little while. And Balance is trained to do this sort of thing. Yes. I will live to regret this, but yes. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about it. Actually, uh... I'm a little bit interested in that Dragonborn you got going there. It sounds like a pretty interesting fight. You say he's fighting the Half-Orc? Yeah, yeah. That sounds pretty cool. Who, I mean, who's, uh, what's I mean, the, what's the odds at, right now? Well, uh, the odds on the Dragonborn, are, you know, he comes from Falsam. That place is uh, pretty rough, if you know what I mean. Some pretty big names out there. Um, yeah, I mean, we're offering like three to one on the Dragonborn. Outside chance, you know, that sort of thing. All right, uh, all right. I'm seeing what you're saying here. What uh? What about this half fork you got? What uh? What's the news with him? Ah, oh, dude, you're not listening. <laughs> Two to one. <laughs> no, no, not odds. I'm talking about like who is this guy? The, this half fork you're talking about? I'm new around here. Oh right, 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 yeah, yeah. Well, they call him the uh, they call him the sensei. Right, he's been teaching guys how to fight here for freaking years, man. I mean, not only will he put you down, but he'll tell you how he's doing it so you can learn next time you fight him. He's a he's a he's a stand up half decent bloke. He is. Yeah, sounds like a pretty cool guy. Uh, all right, all right. You know what? I can dig it. I'm going to throw in a 25 gold bet on the uh, the dragon. Really? After what I've just said, you're going to throw it all on the dragonborn? You are, yeah, you're I like to take risks. You know what I'm saying? It, you only live once. Might as well. All right, then. 25 to 1. Can I get your name? Uh, yeah, name's Merricks. Merricks, right. Merricks, 3 to 1. Dragonborn, 25 gold. All right, well, cough up the gold and we'll uh, I'll get your ticket. All right, here you are. And uh, he pulls out the 25 gold, passes it over. He writes you out a little stop. He gives you a ticket. Uh, I am going to take the ticket, give the guy a nod. It was a pleasure talking with you. I'll see you after the fights, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. And he turns around and uh, continues to... Uh, be a bookie for everyone else. And then I am going to make my way as f- close to the ring as I can. All right. Um, is there like a layout of the ring where it's like half divided? Like, is there like a this side for this person, this side for that person sort nah. of thing? Yeah, it's nowhere near that organized. It's just a ring. How f- how close can I stand to the ring? You can get right up to the rope, man. I'm going to get like right up to the rope. You are right up to the rope. Are any of you keeping an eye out for this one up, dude? <laughs> just um, betting and hoping. So, <laughs> oh, Zoltana is. Here's okay. the thing. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm going to use an ability here, and it lasts for... How long do these fights usually last? Let's say like I ask someone, like, hey, how long do these fights usually last? Uh, like an hour, two hours, like 15 minutes? What are we looking at? Uh... It, it depends on how good the fighter is, how evenly matched they are. I mean, there's a lot of technique to these things. I mean, if you're looking at two people who are slow, big hitters, then the fight could last a long time. If you're looking at someone who's really quick, really deft, they can avoid the big hits. But of course, one big hit and the little one goes down like a sack of potatoes. I mean, there's a whole like theory based on how this happens. I mean, we're looking at a halfling versus a human. The halfling's pretty nimble, actually, if you ask me. I mean, I wouldn't bet on them, but you know, I mean, they can make the fight last while if they can make the big one run around in circles for a really long time, make him pass out. Fight could last easily an hour before the dude passes out and taps out, or he gets bored one of the two. All right, yeah, I get you. All right, thanks for the info. Uh, I'm actually going to wait until Rawls fight before I start doing things. Okay, um, Zoltana, you said that you were doing a perception? Mm-hmm. Uh, go for it. I'm going to say at advantage because it's a one-armed dude and you've been here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a five. Holy shit. That was with advantage, too. <laughs> well, Plus uh, to zero. Be, to be fair, okay. and just so that everybody listening is aware, the one that, the lower one was literally a, natu- a nat one, so. It really was. Um, wow, okay. Um, you, uh, you spend a lot of time with Raoul, you're kind of like more looking over him, seeing his techniques of fighting, like checking out the other fighters. I, I don't, I you just <laughs> I, really aren't paying attention. I want to be like his, his trainer. Uh, Raul's not like fighting anymore. He, his pre fight ritual would more be like him sitting and calming himself. And so he's taken the, he's taken the wrappings that he wraps his legs in and wraps around his tail some, and he wraps around his, uh, fists and and then he's just kind of okay. sitting and breathing okay all right cool okay if no one else is having a look around then we will continue um the first fight that takes place happens between a human and a halfling this is a magic fight um they are imbuing their skills enhancing themselves and in the end unless you guys want to make a bet in the end the halfling wins the fight. Uh, the other one goes down in a hail of ice. They don't die. They get back up. They shake hands and they leave the arena. The second fight between the two half uh, between the two humans is a mixture between martial and magic. Uh, sorry, is a straight up martial fight. There is no magic. They are not fighting with any weapons. They straight up just punch, kick, fight, bite, scratch, um, and they kind of. Both go down and kind of without really looking at one another, they both tap out at the same time, which makes the bookies fairly happy because it means nobody can claim. Then it comes down to Ral's fight. Before you stands a male half-orc. Not as tall as Damas, not as built as Damas, but definitely covered in scars, covered in various um, marks of their tribe. And they are standing there on the opposite side of the arena. Okay. Raw does a little bit of, you know, crowd interaction as he does, and um, particularly this time because he's trying to catch attention. Um, crowd interaction. Yeah. Like. Like that air pump and like, come on, make some noise type shit. Like Macho Man Randy Savage High type fiving, shit. Hang on a minute. Uh, I have possibly the greatest idea. If you want to have more crowd interaction, why didn't you ask Sultana to big you up? Because... <laughs> Because Rawl's not that kind of person. <laughs> I'll do it willingly. No. <laughs> Are you sure? Don't you want to be a hero, kid? Um, no, Rawl's just kind of uh, kind of encouraging any any um, applause that he gets and uh, okay. all of that. All right, good snow. Running around, he's doing that. He's doing that, like, what is that thing that, like, the fucking wrestlers do with the arm? Like getting, he's like doing his little hops, his little boxing hops and like throwing punches into the air and, and just kind of showboating a little bit. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. Roll a, roll a charisma for me. Okay. <laughs> no. <gonna> well. <laughs> so right. not great. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I will bear that in mind. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. I want to big him up anyway. I know he doesn't want me to, but I want to fucking do it. 
All right. Okay. Zoltana's, Zoltana. Zoltana's doing is Zoltana is at this point, I want to say a little bit drunk. Okay. Um, I want to say uh, retroactively Zoltana has been drinking because she is stressed and also because she has been, she's in the underground and she's not drunk drunk, but she's a little tipsy. It would also explain the natural one of the five. <laughs> yes, it would. So okay, Zoltana has been it. drinking. Zoltana gets up on the, is there like a ring or something like in like wrestling? Uh, essentially the ring is essentially a sand ring with a rope around the edge to denote the boundary. That's it. Yes. Zoltana gets up in the corner that Rawl would be in and stands up and she goes, hey. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Casey, I need a moment to stand in the corner of a circle. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I need a moment. (laughs) She stands on one of the posts. That the rope would be strung up on, okay? <laughs> sure. Um, In my head, I'm picturing a wrestling ring. I was playing a tabletop game last night where like half the people were like uh, amateur wrestlers. So my brain is on wrestling right now. I'm sorry. That's that's fine. Let's say that there are, in fact, like the odd post here and there that, you know, the, the, the if rope there, is if, wrapped around. Yeah, if there's and a so rope. So people can lean on and put their drinks on and like, yeah, sure. Why the hell not? Yeah. Okay. So she gets up on one of the posts. I'm gonna. Okay, the post is only like literally a post rammed into the ground. That's fine. Um, she just understand... wants to be tall enough for people to see her. Uh, okay, um, I'm gonna want you to make a dexterity check for me or an acrobatics. An acrobatics, take an acrobatics because it is a post wedged into the ground. I mean, one of your feet can probably cover this, but both of them. This could also draw a lot of attention to you. So that is a hundred percent a natural twenty for a natural twenty. Oh wow! Okay, um, you guys see Sultana put herself <laughs> on top of one of these, top of one of these posts. You hear a slight creak from the post, but she seems to be standing there, just, just standing on top of this post, like it means nothing to her, and the crowd just like had a huge like buzz and talk and chat excited by like the you know the the title fight of them this evening. But they all seem to go down very quietly when they realise this dwarf is standing on top of a post. Zoltana, the the floor is yours. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> may I have your attention please. Rawl turns around and has a sudden like worried look on his face and then he just puts his hand in his face and just Ugh. You've heard about him. Oh. You've heard you've heard oh that my he's God. a mu- No, in your no. in your head you hear, don't use my name. <laughs> she says, Don't? No, fake names. Fake you names. Don't, don't, What's just don't the one you it? usually use? <sighs> this is like a quick conversation. She's still talking out loud during this. She's like picking you up. She's like, You've heard of you've heard he's a monster. You've yeah, heard yeah, yeah, that yeah, he's yeah. you know, like stuff like that. What's the name you give her? Shadow Strike. What? Shadow, Shadow Strike. All the way from Falsum. <laughs> where he was kicked out for being too intense. <laughs> Rob walks over and takes your the rest of your the beer away only. from you and drinks it himself. Shadow Strike! <laughs> <laughs> you okay there, Volanta? And then also in the mental link, Raul's like, don't interfere. <laughs> um, Raul? Uh-huh. Eleven. You know, I could really I could really help you a lot. Don't interfere. Rules. Rules. So after you announced Shadow Strike was kicked out for being too <laughs> whatever he was. Intense. <laughs> Okay. Let everyone have that image stick in their head for a moment. I'm trying um, so I was trying so hard to like big him up like WWE style. I know. I thought it, it was, would be so good. It was beautiful. And um, she has such good charisma, like usually. Like she I literally have like a plus four or five. I have a sixteen plus a plus three to my charisma. I have yeah. the same charisma as you. <laughs> <laughs> so you big up shadow strike. And the crowd give a lukewarm applause, unfortunately, to an 11. 
you hear the occasional like, whoa, yes, China strike. But that's about it, really. Nobody seems to get too much behind this strange announcement. But you hop off of the post. Um, oh, wait. The crowd are slightly can, on. Can I? His can side. I? So, writing that 20, yeah. can I backflip off the post? Of course you may. In your yeah. full plate armor. Screw it, you backflip off, whatever. Okay, Ra. You are about to engage in a one-on-one fight with a half-orc. Okay. <laughs> right, Balance, you said you were going to do a thing. I am going to do a thing. Um. So first, I would like to... Alright, so... I'm using two abilities. Yep. Separately. First one I'm doing, beginning of the fight, before it begins... Uh, I'm going to use View Aura. As an action, I can study a creature's aura until your concentration ends. You can see uh, if they're under any magical psionic effects, blah, blah, blah. I also have advantage on insight and charisma checks. Uh, So basically, I want to use this, look around, see if I can find the one-armed guy by a mixture of identifying the body and seeing what the aura of the person is. Okay. So I'm not um, directly looking at auras. I'm skimming and then looking for the one-armed guy. Okay. So like, if you're like looking for the one-armed guy with your natural given eyes, um, yeah. it, it, the the describe of one arm is probably pretty good. Right. Um, and then I'm looking for like to to aid in my finding of this person. I'm using the auras because I, I, one would assume that the aura of someone that doesn't like Rawl would be either one of great concern, great fear, or hostility. Okay, I will accept that, but bear in mind that there are probably a lot of people who are feeling that emotion here anyway. may not necessarily be directed exactly at Raal. I'm looking for at Raal. Yeah, um, the aura will tell you if they're feeling irritated or angry, but it may not necessarily tell you who it's directly pointed at. Well, I'm just using like, it as a If you look at an aura, you could go, oh, that's, that's angry red. It wouldn't be, oh, that's angry red at Ral. It would be, no, you see angry red. Uh, so <coughs> yeah, I'm just using I'll it as an assist. On it, that's fine. Um, yeah, use it as an assist. That's absolutely fine. Um, but it won't doesn't work directly like that, if you sort of mean. All right, go yeah. for it. Do, do your thing. All right, I'm doing perception. Um, Since I'm, I'm looking for the person. I'm going to you to do investigation. Because right. I know it's your stat of choice. Uh, it I, is. Will, I think in this situation it would work. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. See, I'm not always an asshole. 24. Damn it, I should have been an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) No. Asadi. As you see Raal and the big half-orc go into the center of this ring, as you look around this crowd, you, you focus in on what other people are doing. You notice this angry aura kind of in various places as clearly some people have obviously lost money but you focus in on one that has gone suddenly very, very intensely dark. And as you look across, you see a human male. He has grey hair that's streaked with black and he only has one arm. And as you kind of focus in on him, you see his face and his face is angry. It's murderous. And you see him pick up his drink down the dregs make his way towards the ring. And then you become aware, as you're looking at him, that he has a blade in his hand as he pushes his way towards the edge of the ring. Hi, Sensor here, voiced by Volonda. So I've been waiting outside Dowry for a couple of days. Um, Still have Clack, still have Thistle. But it would be really good if you could say... Leave us a review on iTunes or some other podcasts or things. They'll be really good because my master will see them and hopefully he'll let me be more than just a journeyman soon. So that'll be pretty good. Other than that, thank you for listening. And if you could check out the Spark Network on their website, thespark.network, that would be pretty good. (sighs) I bet you're wondering how we're doing, right? The Spark Spark Network. Network. Imagine 
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.